It's a new year and a new us here on the Halloween 365 podcast as we dive deep into the world of reincarnation. It's coming. Leave me alone. He doesn't believe in sure. Don't you know what happens on Halloween? Welcome back to the Halloween 365 podcast. It is 297 days till Halloween all over again. 96. Oh, 96. 96. That's right, actually. Yes, you're right. You're right. 296. And and just to throw this in there, we are the only podcast of 2021, 2022, and now 2023 that is horror 24-7 and Halloween 3. 165 days of You are goddamn right. As always, I'm Chad. I'm joined today by Justin and Jeremy. All three of us here to ring in the new year. Ring everybody's necks the right way. Take that how you will. Mm -hmm. Take that how you will. I want to kick this off on a good note because you said that there was 296 days until Halloween. But I've got something that's a little bit closer that we can anticipate. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Because there is 113 days until May 1st. Okay, which is... Elaborate. Uh, <laughs> it's one of the Sabbaths, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, no. 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 May 1st is our mark for uh, halfway to Halloween, baby. There you go. There you go. It's going to be a jam-packed year of fun here on the Halloween 365 podcast. We've taken a little bit of time off at the end of December to kind of reassess some things. First week of January, you know, we're really trying to reassess reassess some things is the best way to put it. Uh, Listen, December got bad for us if we're just being transparent. December was a rough patch. I think everybody here on the show, we were cursed. So someone, someone cursed us. That, that Dan house. Yeah. I don't know. Something happened. The end of 2022 <laughs> is not good, but 2023, but, I think we all got a good feeling about it. I know I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 2023 is... 23 is my lucky number. Yeah. Just like yeah, the number 23. Yeah, it's funny. 23 has always had a relevancy, I think, in both. Birthdays on the 23rd. Come on. It's 2023. It's a 2023. It's a good one, guys. But... How are you guys? How how was um, I mean all things considered, how was your New Year's? <laughs> <laughs> all, uh, things all things considered, I'm here doing the show. <laughs> We're alive. We have a heartbeat, and that's all yeah. that matters at the end of the day. New Year's yes, Eve was, yes. Well, but we. Uh, I was just gonna yeah. say, yeah, New Year's Eve was good for we made me uh, because I left the decrepit place that I was. So, well, that's great. It's good to have you back. You're looking healthy. You're looking, got some color in you. We're doing good this year. It's good to have you here. We're doing good. We're doing good. But do we have any news at the top of the oh, hour? Yes. We've got quite a bit of news here. So I think we do. Yeah, we we actually do. Yeah, you'd think that we would have very little, it's, but it's there's been kind of quite yeah, a bit. Kind of yeah. So the first thing I'll just want to go ahead and get out of the way. It's um, if for anybody that's a James Wan fan. Uh, his second major picture uh, that he directed, and my personal favorite James Wan movie next to Insidious, Dead Silence. If you follow Screen Factory, um, you can follow them on Instagram, go to their website. They are doing, um, it looks like it's a 4K edition. They've oh yeah, very good stuff. I, I, yeah, Ch- oh, Chad's yes. turned me on to him, and I've never been turned off. So uh <laughs> they're, they're an amazing company I love yeah so like everything that if do. you can pre-order right now and you get um a special dead silence poster um it, it comes out march 28 it's a 4k edition of dead silence to my knowledge it's the first 4k edition uh that they've done i think so so definitely be looking for that if you are a james wan fan or if you like dolls if you've never seen the movie check it out um minus that we're going to dive in a little bit deeper here um I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way as well. Smile, which I really hope you guys have seen by now. And if you haven't, then we'll get your thumb out your ass. Um, 
I almost bought it today. I almost yes, bought it today. that's what I was going to say. So it's it's out on 4K. I'm, I, I almost have my... I've almost got my thumb out of my ass. I'm like... My, my nail <laughs> is still in there. It's slowly God, coming out. Watch that thing. Uh, no, but... If, yeah, so like you said, you almost bought it. So it's out in 4K right now. Okay. Um, so definitely I'm going to buy it. Everybody should check it out. Scariest movie I've seen in the past 10 years. And speaking of movies, this is um, as of uh, recently, January 5th, I think, is when the trailer was released. It was just a couple days ago. It says it sucks to be him. And I say that about every Nicolas Cage movie because I'm just not a fan. Renfield. Um, the trailer has been released for Renfield. Uh, for those of you that are a Dracula fan, you know Renfield is Dracula's lackey, pretty much. Um, it is his ghoul, so to say. He guards him during the day. Um, Nicolas Cage will be playing Dracula. We've mentioned this in the past, but the trailer is officially out. Um, just real quick, boys, uh, before I move on with the news, uh, just a quick insight. What did you, what did you think about the trailer? <laughs> you already know what I think about the trailer. <laughs> It's not what I thought it was going to be because I'm a Nick Cage fan. I buy everything that that man puts out because I just think he's hilarious and I love the absurdity that he goes. He's a great actor, if you ask me. But uh, I thought it was going to be kind of over the top, but not. It looks it looks like warm bodies, and I don't like that. It looks almost like that that quick teenage twilight-esque early to mid 2000s movie and i'm not i'm not there for that i thought it was going to be something else so i'm, I'm a little i'll bored. agree on that i like how uh i like how nick cage looks yeah no he looks cool he, i thought i thought that he was going to look worse and more cheesy as a vampire honestly i was expecting a lot worse on how shit was going i look. think the teeth was a good um look for uh him specifically being dracula but Minus that, I agree with Chad 100% on it. Um, yeah, no, the teeth looked really good. I liked uh, the complexion looked good. They didn't overdo him with jewelry, but they put jewelry on him. They, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm going to watch it. I think I'm going to watch it. it because it's Nick Cage. But I guarantee you what we saw in the trailer is probably about the, the most that we're going to see of Nick Cage in this movie. The rest of it's going to be mostly uh renfield doing his stuff renfield yeah. stuff it's whatever yeah. I, mean, I mean i know the I know. movie's called renfield and i shouldn't expect anything other than that but i don't know i i my hopes were here and they're down here and you hated it I, him, right I, I do i think it gives a warm bodies vibe and it doesn't help that the the guy that's playing renfield is the zombie in warm bodies and I didn't even know that until you told – I mentioned the Warm Bodies thing to you earlier in the day, and then you, you told me that that was the same guy. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. So it's funny that you even mentioned the fact that it's the same guy. Same dude uh, kind of acts this – he acts like if the zombie version of himself, this is what he was when he was alive before the zombies took over. That's what I think when I look at it, and I can't get that out of my head. So I, I don't know. I'll wait until it comes out on DVD or mm -hmm. something to watch it. Um, you know, uh, in other news though, March 10th, 2023, anybody know what date that is? That is Scream 6 will be in theaters. Um, oh yeah. And they just released mm. another image. It looks like Ghostface is on the sidewalk, um, outside of an apartment, uh, a New York apartment building. Um, the image showcases for Ghostface have now been released. Of course, the teaser trailer. Um, where he's on the subways, I, I don't know. It's Scream. I'll watch it, but I don't have high hopes for it. Um, it's a cool concept. It's not an original concept because we know who went to New York first. Oh, Jason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my boy went to New York first. And that's when New York was dangerous, not New York yeah, now. He's kicking boomboxes off the streets and everything. Um, yeah. Ain't worried about switchblades. Yeah, so... Oh, wait! I have something that is very uh, pertinent to bring up about the screen trailer. So, 
I was looking at stills the other day, just randomly, of the Scream trailer. And I was like, there's got to be a hint here, either that they left or that they just weren't paying attention to. Now, the only trailer that we've seen is them on the subway car, right? Okay. Right when it looks like uh, Ghostface is starting to get closer to Jenna Ortega, it does a cut and it shows Ghostface from the side looking at her. And then the next scene after that is it got closer and then it gets closer. But whenever it's looking at her from the side, if you can find that still, you can see Ghostface's hand and there's nail polish and long nails all over the hand. I think it's going to be a misdirect, though. It's going to be like the trailer was setting. It's up. not obvious. No, it's not obvious. The trailer's going to set it up to be like, oh, this is going to be a dramatic scene, but it's probably just going to be somebody scaring them on the subway train. Like a dream or sequence like or something that. like that. I I don't feel like so the the, the individuals that are making the new Scream franchise. I, I don't even know if I can call it a franchise. <laughs> they're pretty detail oriented. Um, I don't know if you've seen Ready or Not, but that's one yeah, of my yeah, yeah. top five movies. Of but the year. if it's not, if it's not a dream sequence or a daydream or something like that, then Ghostface is a. It's Kirby. A girl. I'm calling it now. It's Kirby. I'm calling uh, it now. You heard it here first, people. Kirby. I don't. I'm not buying that. What's Kirby do? He gobbles stuff. <laughs> I'm not buying it. Yeah, for real though. I think that I think I you might I be really, on this. I mean, there. that's what I'm thinking. Um, maybe. I don't know. I hope not. I don't know. Uh, you know. Step away from movies just for a second. Um, you know, we don't get a lot of these until later in the year, but there is a new 2023 pumpkin witch prop um, from Distortions Unlimited. Uh, the first look at it is... It looks pretty cool. It's like a giant... Uh, I'll, I will put it in here for you guys to just check out. But They are the ones that did the... Um, the... Uh lantern holding prop that we talked about a couple of weeks back uh yeah this looks they do really good it props. looks like a pumpkin head had a mother uh but in a scary way yeah yeah oh i like it yeah no i yeah i'll, tr- I'll try i'm into it it up. kind of reminds me the skin reminds me of like old wood or something yeah. like that yeah i know it's like stretched out old bark or something um Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, we yeah. also um, everybody's cool. favorite uh, Halloween movie, and I, I'm not being serious, people. Halloween Ends is out on 4K finally. Uh, it actually looks like um, this was released of December 31st. Like I said, you know, we took a break, so here you go, people. 4K Blu-ray Halloween Ends with bonus content um, and a breakdown review of, I guess, behind the scenes and why they done what they done and why they ruined the movie. I'm still going to get it just to complete the collection. I don't know about you guys. Um, yeah, I have to. I've already gone balls. Deep, yeah, so. I've got every one of them, so I've got to. Oh, man, but I'm not. I don't know. They better give a good ex- explanation. Um, and last, well, not last, but uh, second before last thing I want to mention. All Hallows is a new book that's coming out. It's a Halloween novel by Christopher Golden. Um, so it actually looks like it says, uh, best-selling Bram Stoker's award-winning, uh, author Christopher Golden has announced the release of this book and it is, um, Halloween night, 1984 in Conventry, Massachusetts. Uh, two families are unraveling, uh, up and down the street secrets are being revealed all while, all the while mixed in with the trick-or-treaters, all of ages. Four children who do not belong are walking door to door, merging with the kids of the Parim- of Parmenter Road. Sorry, I couldn't read that one. Uh, anyway, children in vintage costumes with faded, eerie makeup. They seem terrified and beg the neighbor kids to hide them away to keep them safe from the cunning man. Okay, so this is uh, they claim that the cun the cunning man is coming for them, and they want all local kids to protect them. Uh, but with the families falling apart and the neighborhood splintered mm. by bitterness, who will save the children on 
Parmenter Road. Sounds actually like a pretty good read. I would read that. Yeah. Nobody will yeah. save the children. And the, that's what they should have just called it as who. But will I save probably the will. I, <laughs> I like they, you know what's funny? Because you, you said you said summer of '84, and then I just realized. No, you yeah. didn't say summer. You said '84. But then I thought about summer of '84, and then I saw an image the other day where it showed Polybius in the arcade in the summer of '84 oh. movie. Yeah. Speaking of which, by the way, if you've not seen summer of '84. It's a it. good movie. <laughs> Give it a watch. You know, it'll tickle that weird nostalgia for you. It's a good summer horror movie, especially if you're trying to have a kickback to what it was like when you were a teenager. Is it anything kind of like the Fear Street movies? Yes, okay. actually. That's a pretty good comparison now that I think about it. Although I think Fear Street is... Yeah, those are amazing movies, and they're—I don't know the date just yet. We'll get to that on a different episode, but they're coming out with another one. Yeah, I still haven't watched any of them. Do it. it. Best three movies you can waste your time on. Do it. The last thing that I've got for news, and I just brought this up just because it looks kind of creepy looking, and I posted it in the chat if y'all want to look at it too. It's called Daughter. It's um, in theaters and on demand and digital, uh, February tenth, twenty twenty two. Um, so it says a young woman is kidnapped and inducted into a bizarre family as their new surrogate daughter. As she navigates through the twisted dynamic, awful secrets about the past are revealed, leading to even darker implications about the future. If this movie doesn't end with Pearl Jam, <laughs> don't call me <laughs> daughter. Yeah, I need that. I need that. <laughs> Yeah. It looks good though. I, no. I own you. <laughs> but there's your Halloween news, ladies and gentlemen. Um, All right. Yeah. Thank yeah, you, thank Jeremy, you, for the Halloween news. Much appreciated. Now that we've got the news out of the way, we do need some other kind of news before we can move on to talking about reincarnation, which is our main <laughs> topic. So I think. It's time for us to uh, check the hot sheets. Anything about that seem unusual to you? What would scare Regic so badly that he'd risk a warp jump with a newborn? Let me check the hot sheets. That is correct. It is time to check the hot sheets. And these are the hot sheets. Boys. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever talked to a ghost? I have. Does the Ouija board count? Now, wait, do you mean like verbal? (laughs) Ah, okay. Verbal communication, or are you talking about. Audible communication. Have you ever reached out to a ghost? You've not? I mean, I have tried. I think every one of us have tried at some point in time or another. I've seen a couple, but, but, but well, yeah, nothing's ever talked back. Yeah, okay. No, nothing's ever been like, hey, how's it going? So let's cool say, tats, bro. you know, you're in the sick yeah, tats, bro. It. Let's say you're in the middle of talking to one of these ghosts, right? You're, you're trying to, you're picking its brain. You're trying to figure out, are, are you here? Are you with us? And it just responds back with, fuck off. Like, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do in that moment? I, I, well, I, I would tell it. I would probably tell the ghost that it's rotten. It's rotten. <laughs> well, this ghost hunter, uh, Andy Pollard from Yorkshire, says that he captured a foul mouth specter on tape, claiming that not only is it his trapped, but it wants him to fuck off. So, this story, this, this actually happened back in December, uh, late December, around Christmas Eve. The ghost hunter claims to have caught this foul mouth specter telling him to fuck off. Uh, it's known as the Yorkshire Ghost. He visited uh, in, in a Cadbury Tunnel in Doncaster hmm. on his recent investigation of the paranormal. This isn't the first time that he's been there. On previous searches, he set up camcorders around, and uh, he never did quite pick up anything, but he did pick up strange readings on his K2 meter a device that's used to detect spikes in electromagnetic fields uh, during paranormal investigations. Now, a lot of, I, I don't know if I necessarily put any faith in K2 meters, but a lot of uh, paranormal specialists swear by that. I, I can't personally. 
Mm. Yeah. So wait, do we have an audio? So there this? is an audio. Um, I was going to play it for you. It's a little hard to make out. But if you want me to play it for you, I, I can definitely try. Yes, we need to hear it. Okay. We can't just let go me, by this man. Let me see word. if I can pull it up. That's uh, not what the Hot Sheets is. The Hot Sheets is the best investigative reporting known to man. Right. You can try oh, yeah. the New York Times. They get lucky sometimes. And just real, real quick um, while you pull that up, um, you talked about if we ever spoke to a ghost. Uh, and Justin, I, I, you might have, this just came to me. It might have slipped your mind. I think the closest thing we ever came to is your spirit box when we asked at your previous place you lived if there's anything there and your cat jumped up on the counter and the only word we heard come from the spirit box was cat. Do you remember that? Ah, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Vaguely. I guess that's the closest talking to a ghost that we've came across. Oh, it's a cat. <laughs> it's it's wrong. He's a cat. Yeah, I'm trying to pull this up. It's being very very slow. It's a video. No, doggy foito, doggy la foito. I mean, if a ghost did tell me to fuck off, like, why are you doing that? I, 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 I would probably um, I would maybe fuck off. I would ask it why first. Well, that yeah. that's the question, right? Like, if it, I guess it depends on the situation. If I'm just sitting around watching TV and then I'm like, oh god, what a night, and I stand up and then I hear. Fuck off! In my hallway. <laughs> That's what the fuck do I do then? Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I would panic a little bit. I don't like that dude who farted in that guy's room. <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> Who's there? What is there? What's going on? He's just eating popcorn in his underwear, man. <laughs> Here, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't ghost know. and kick the wall. Piss off, ghost. <laughs> Piss off, ghost. Yeah, I'm trying to pull this up, guys. I apologize uh, for the delay. It would be terrifying. Uh, do you try to talk back or do you run? <laughs> and hide? Like, I don't. I think I would like. I would ask a question first and be like, what or why? And if it said something after that, then I'd probably be like, okay, I'm fucking off. I'm out. You wouldn't curse back at it? Probably, honestly, the first thing that'd probably come out of my mouth would be, what the fuck? Like, yeah, what, like, what the fuck did I just hear? I, I feel like there's so many questions that I would have. Oh, yeah. Like, at that point, you buy, you need to buy, excuse me, a Ouija board, right? And then this is the time that you start doing your actual investigation. On the flip side of it, though, Paranormal investigators seem to believe that uh, it takes a lot of energy for a ghost to speak to get words across, right? So, you mean to tell me that this ghost has been working at this for this long only to get fuck out? Off. Fuck off. So <laughs> it's been waiting for years, and it's like, okay, here we go. I got enough energy. What do I want to say? He's been, you know, counting down. The, he's been counting it down. He needs to know. <laughs> He needs to know. Oh man, I'm trying to get this pulled up, but I don't. I don't have a way to necessarily share the audio with you guys. It's something that's just odd, I guess. How can I? The uh... and the Brits, they you know they have a lot more poltergeists and stuff that I've seen recently. If you watch Paranormal Caught on Camera, they always pop up uh, with uh, shit moving around the apartments and stuff like that. Here's what I'll do. Uh, so the fuck you off gotta think ghost. a lot of their buildings are still a lot of the older ones. Like over here in America, you, I mean, we do have the older buildings, but a lot of times, we're, you know, throughout the years, they've just been like, ah, tear that piece of shit down and build something else on top of it. So, all right, I'm gonna share this with you. It's about a one minute oh, clip. Okay. <clears throat> let's uh, let's give it a listen. There it is. Oh, rewind that. I'm going to walk back through the room when I finished. 
All right, I'll play it again. Yeah, give yeah. One more time. It's a very subtle fuck off. I was gonna say yeah, he's. I only hear him talking. What was that? I'm only Same. hearing him talk. It's it's it's, really? it's hard to hear. I, I, I hear the. F- I hear the fuck off. It's it's very. I hear a at the very end. I hear something that sounds like it goes fuck, yeah. but I don't hear off. I feel like it's a stretch. See, I okay, hear. Okay, that Here's time I heard kind of yeah. Here's my biggest complaint. I don't know. I think. That, I think he's Zach Baganing so, so, us. That's kind of where I was going with this. Here's my biggest complaint about this. It sounds like he's using a spirit box. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't. I. I mm-hmm. don't think that. I have a hard time personally believing that spirit boxes are even a fucking accuracy. You could be picking up radio frequencies from God knows what, from God knows when, from God knows where. I, the, 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 the right, it's got to be. It's got to be intelligently answering exactly, your questions. Exactly, and this to me doesn't sound like it's intelligently telling him to go fuck off. It's just, uh, it's just a funny scenario. What do you boys think? It is funny, but if you think about it, uh, mm-hmm. I did kind of hear a fuck. There, there, there is very something lot, there. But that was it. I didn't hear. I didn't hear an off. The funny part about that is, is that uh, if it's a spirit box, then it's running off of radio frequencies, and you you can't say fuck on the radio. Exactly. So that's the other thing that I was thinking about. I was like, you can't say fuck on the radio, but this is in England, Yorkshire. I don't. I still I, don't think you can. I say don't fuck. know. I have <laughs> no idea. I don't know about in England, but I think in Germany and places like that you can. But I don't know about England. I'm gonna say well, if we have any on normal radio. If we have stations. any English listeners out there? Then let us know because I we definitely have English listeners and Scottish and Irish yeah, because I, I, I'm I have no idea if if you're allowed to say that. I know in America, I'm voting they no. Let a, they they so don't allow that. To just know that I'm with but, you. Yeah, I, I I'm voting well, no as well. I don't I don't think that this is legitimate. I just found it to be a very interesting story. Yeah, my votes with I mean I'm outnumbered, but I'm still voting with y'all eight regardless. So yeah, it's a big no. Okay, well, it's a big no. That's a that's a good hot good hot sheets. These are the hot sheets. Best investigator reporting on the planet. Go ahead, read the New York Times if you want to. They get lucky sometimes. Thanks, Manny. Thanks, Manny. All right. Oh, now we have made it to the main portion of the show, which is the reincarnation. Probably the reason that you came. Hopefully it's not the only reason that you came, but, you know, still. So starting it off, I want to ask, boys, what you know about reincarnation. I want to clear the air. I want to I want to establish a solid grounds of what we know reincarnation as um i'll go ahead and just say my piece on it real quick uh me personally i believe in reincarnation i believe the life you live kind of like in a sense kind of like what buddhists think but not the full-on effect of it like depending on the kind of person you are in life depends on the life that you're going to get reincarnated as um I do believe that, who knows, you might not be reincarnated as a human. You might not even be reincarnated back on this planet or in this galaxy. But your spirit, your soul is energy. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. Therefore, you get reincarnated. That's my personal belief on it. Yeah, I don't know much about it. Like, uh, outside of the Buddhist belief, like, you know, you do good things. And hopefully at the end of this crazy little thing called life that maybe you'll come back as a butterfly or or something of you know some kind of positive nature and and not an anal bead so that's kind of the goal (laughs) well i guess that's the i don't i don't know if you would come back you would have to be something with the soul Uh, yeah (laughs) 
and like come back as like an old Toys R Us sign yeah, big, or something. The big giraffe, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeffrey. The mascot suit. Everybody just climbs in you and uses well, one, you all. I wonder the time. if that'd feel good. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Uh, no, so the the origins of the notion of reincarnation are kind of obscure. So meaning that it, it uh, the origin, like the original place that it started is you can't really put a place in a date. People can say that these people did it first. These people did it first, but there are several different religions that have uh, different parts that actually speak on reincarnation. Um, the Greek spoke on re- reincarnation at one point in time. Um, and the Celtic Druids did as well. They taught a doctrine of reincarnation. Uh, but the main early people that practiced reincarnation were the Jainism, Buddhism, Hinduism uh, type of religions. Uh, so, And to kind of answer your question, Chad, you and Jeremy both have correct answers on kind of what it is, minus the inanimate objects and the butt that, beads. And, that's not, that was a uh, joke. It's <laughs> just... <laughs> but, it's a concept of the cycle of birth and death uh, that supposedly arose in India. That's what is all claimed, even though that there are earlier religions that practice a form of it. But uh, it arose in India around the middle of the first millennium BCE, so it's old, old. <laughs> and the first uh, textual references of the idea of re- reincarnation uh, predate Buddha. That's interesting. Which makes it even more interesting. Uh, but essentially, based on what you do in this life, will determine on how you're reincarnated or if you're reincarnated at all. Because the ultimate goal is to never be reincarnated again. Really? So that's interesting. I, I would assume in that nature you would have to be. Perfect, yeah. Right? And. I, it... That's that's to, to kind of what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, every time that you come back to do better than the last time that you were. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's like that specific part of reincarnation. Is that, ma- that mainly just India or Indian belief? The Hindu, yeah, Hinduism, that's, right? That's mainly India. That's this, this, talking yeah. about the exact same. Yeah, talking about the exact same tribes that uh, Chad, you've seen that uh, Josh Gates visited whenever he went to India and he saw them burning bodies in the Ganges River, the same river where the children were bathing. Uh, but if you made it to the Ganges and you'd been burned into the river, uh, that was supposed to keep you from being reincarnated again for you to be, because that was a holy sight. Well, I done fucked up. So that was supposed to be your ticket to not be <laughs> reincarnated again. All over. So, yeah, so that, that specific city on the Ganges is, uh, they have millions of people that flock there whenever they get sick and stuff uh, so that they can try to end their cycle of reincarnation. So uh, some people think of it as bad. Some people think of it as good. Uh, But what made me want to do this episode uh, was not just reincarnation in general. And everybody that's listening is like, why? What does this have to do with Halloween? I I was actually curious to see where you were going to go with this. Because when you you mentioned it, Yeah, yeah. So the Halloween or... Halloween or horror aspect of reincarnation for me, whenever I was sitting here and thinking about it, is these people, real life people, modern day people, that have claimed to be reincarnated, and some even have proof. And some of the stories are terrifying. And in in short, as much as reincarnation does give you a chance to redo things, in my mind, it is also a horrifying idea that you're going to come back until, like, what? Until Earth's gone? Or until, like, what's the limit? Exactly. So it's it's like being caught in a sleep paralysis dream that just keeps stopping and then restarting as soon as it stops. And uh, if that's the case, although some people might find peace in it, it is scary at the same time. It's terrifying. Uh, so 
with that being said, I wanted to specifically tell you two cases that stood out to me that uh, people have been reincarnated and or they claim to have been reincarnated. And then after I tell you these two, it's going to lead into our little game here. I don't have a crafty name for whoever wins this game. But uh, we know the score. Jeremy's won every game that we've played, so we're going to try to end that today. We'll just say the the winner is on the path to enlightenment. Oh, that's that's what we'll do. Trust me. Yeah. Shangri-La, baby. That's where you're heading. I'm not losing. Go ahead. So, uh, in in, uh, the mood and theme and setting of our podcast, I'm going to start off with this one. The title of it is Three-Year-Old Leads Police to a Man Who Killed Him in His Past Life. Now, who? <laughs> so, here is the story reported by news articles. A three-year-old boy in Golan Heights caused quite a stir when he claimed that he was murdered in a past life. The boy, a member of the Druze ethnic group, which believes in reincarnation, had a long red birthmark on the back of his head. According to some Drew's beliefs, birthmarks indicate where death wounds occurred in a past life. So when this boy learned how to talk at the age of three, he started telling elders that he was killed by an axe blow in his prior life to the back of his skull. The boy was led through several villages to see if any of them were familiar to him, to see if he could recognize where he had once lived in his past life. Once he found a familiar village, he claimed that he knew exactly who had killed him as soon as he came into the village. Suddenly, the boy walked up to a random man and said, Aren't you... And uh, the name is Eli Losh. Uh, The man answered, Yes. What can I do for you? And the boy said, I used to be your neighbor. And the man stood there with a blank stare on his face. And the boy said, we had a fight, and you killed me with an axe. And Eli told the man how suddenly... uh, Sorry, I read that completely backwards. And so the man became white as a sheet as soon as the boy mentioned that. And then the boy said, the three-year-old boy said, I even know where you buried my body. Afterward... The boy led the elders to a pile of stones off from the village under which they found a body with an axe in the back of its head. He also led them to the spot where the axe was buried, reportedly forcing his killer to confess his crime, who is now serving time in prison. Mm. Interesting. I My only thing about this is... Why on earth would he leave a pile of stones where the body is to mark the grave if he didn't want it to be discovered? Maybe that's just how he buried it. Maybe, Maybe he didn't Maybe. dig. He just covered it with stones. That's interesting. It's got me a little... Jeremy, comments? <laughs> I think you're muted, Jeremy. I don't know. He's muted. He's not I moving. We, we may have, no clue we may have what's lost going on. his feed. So. Yeah. Okay, okay, well, yeah. Uh, so the axe blow, uh, and a three-year-old boy. So do you believe this or not? I have no proof I mean, for you. Th- you know, it's uh, his word against ours kind of thing. Um, possibly. I think that there's a high possibility that something like this could happen. But at the same time, I'm like, mm. man, why is this not making bigger headlines, you know? Would it be because nobody believes good, good stuff point. like that? Good so they're just like, oh, well, we can't do that and make us look like a bunch of loonies. Yeah. They think of it as a fluff piece, yeah, if anything. It's a hot <laughs> um, yeah, it's a hot sheet. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, why not? Why not? I, I'm huh? just going to say that. Why not? Okay. So this next one possibly has a little bit more. Um, proof about it. Uh, so it's titled The Past Life as a Fighter Pilot in this uh, magazine article. Aha, there, there he is. is. He's back yeah. again. 
sometimes. So yeah, this new uh, this next story that I was going to tell you, Jeremy, is called "Past Life as a Fighter Pilot." So I hope you can hear. <laughs> Eight-year-old James Lineger from Louisiana began talking about av- aviation at the age of two years old. His parents reportedly knew nothing about the subject or the fact that he was so obsessed with aviation. But they were amazed that their little boy was starting to display such an extensive knowledge of planes. Their amazement turned into alarm whenever eight-year-old James started having nightmares about being shot down in a plane with a red sun on the side of it. A Japanese plane. James talked about having dreams and memories of being... Oh, sorry, yeah. Having dreams and memories of being Lieutenant James McCready Houston, a World War II fighter pilot from Pennsylvania who had been killed in Iwo Jima more than 50 years ago earlier. Andrea, his mother, said that James would scream at the top of his voice, airplane crash, on fire, can't get out, help, as he would kick and point to the ceiling in his bed late at night. Later, James told his parents that he had flown a plane called the Corsair from a boat called the Natoma. Uh, When James's father decided to do some research, he discovered that there had been a small escort carrier called the Natoma Bay, which had been in battle of Iwo Jima, and there were there had been a pilot named James Houston, and his plane was hit in the engine by a Japanese fire on March third, nineteen forty-five. So, with these scenarios, right? Um, it seems that in these two cases, that the reincarnation was a little more clear right a little more vivid or or, you know just just like it's there Mm -hmm. now why i wonder why it is that not everybody can have that same clarity of their reincarnation like let's say we don't know if if this is our first body if we're if we're going in that direction correct right right i wonder if we've had any moments of of like realization that we're unaware of the so here is the theory on what I'm talking about. We already talked briefly about reincarnation, but this is reincarnation and you having memories and callbacks and things like that. So uh the thought process of this sort of reincarnation that we're talking about is that you've lived past lives. Some people have lived more past lives than others. That your soul has an age to it, not your body. So that you could be a newer soul and had only had one past life. You could be one that had been recycled many different times. Some people that have passed away and came back even said that they had the option of staying or coming back. Uh, Some people were even reported that whenever they passed away that uh, they were told, oh, you're going to go back. You always go back. You seem to love it. Yeah. So the thought process is that kids, children, because you always hear that children are in tune with supernatural or paranormal things. So the thought process is, is that in a certain age range, um, you are able to recall your past life memories and say stuff about it. But then after you get settled in, to your new body those memories just push to the back of your head and you only recall them in dreams and deja vu uh, see now until you yeah, die that kind of makes me wonder um because i don't know if you remember justin when i used to have nightmares when i was a little kid and i would in my sleep yeah, and run around I, makes me wonder if it was had something to do with the past life because once i got to a certain age possible. they just disappeared yeah, so that's the it's they think it's like ten years old. It could some people say seven, but that you lose that those memories just fade out into the back, and then they become little bursts of memory that you get all throughout your life until you pass away, and then you get a flood of everything again and start the process over. Theory, 
it's it's kind of eerie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, see, this is why I wanted to do it uh, for us being the Halloween three six five podcast. I felt like that it was eerie it enough oh, to talk about. Eerie. Yeah, it, it it leaves you a lot to think about, especially with the whole birthmark thing. Um, which, if that's the case, my birthmark is on the side of one of my hips that leads to half of my ass cheek. So. Did I just get cut in half right there? What the hell happened? Sliced and diced. <laughs> well, maybe it's only maybe it's only red birthmarks. You know, like uh, like what do they call them? The People have a nickname for them or stuff. something. Something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like yeah, maybe it's only like red birthmarks or something. Because that doesn't, you know, it doesn't make any sense. I've got a birthmark on the side of my ass cheek. Like, go. that doesn't... Well, see, I think I've got two. I'm to take a bullet. Because I've got, like, one that just appeared right here, too. So maybe I got stabbed in the throat. Who knows? See, no, yeah. they're just appearing. I don't know. <laughs> but there has even been... Chad, I don't know if you know about it. Jeremy, I know you do. There is past life regression therapy that you can go to mm -hmm. and take. Mm -hmm. And... What would be interesting is if we could set this up for one of us to go. They'll allow you to record and uh, go to a session and record it. And let's let's talk about it. Let's see what I you got. I kind of want to do it. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I'm very intrigued. I'm, in, I'm totally intrigued. Yeah. I find them really interesting. There's a lot of people that do it, and it seems like bullshit. But then I found it really interesting on the people that you can actually research who they said that they think that they are like, once again, I'm going to keep referencing it, but Josh Gates did it. He did the regression therapy and, uh, he said that he lived in Rhode Island and that he worked on a whaling ship and, uh, that he told him when, what year it was and everything like that and what the name of the ship was. And they looked it up and the ship existed and it had so many different men, working on it and then the ship went down whenever it was near madagascar and then all, the entire crew was reported to have drowned and uh so whenever you're able to take actual factual information and put it with the regression therapy that's when it gets really cool to me so to refresh me on this do they hypnotize you when they do this yeah that's a good question yeah okay. yeah they uh they I hypnotize so. you they hypnotize you and they get you to keep walking through my uh, doors in your mind if i remember watching the videos correctly they keep getting you to open up doors that you have uh hidden as they say yeah I'm like you've thrown you, you've put a dresser up against the door or a filing cabinet or threw a sheet over kind it kind of like something. in um dream catcher where he locks all his memories in his mind yeah exactly i watched that the other day by the way dream catcher still an underrated <laughs> yeah, movie good. Good. yeah dudders uh, Watch out for an Instagram. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a good movie. Uh, but so, yeah, real quick before we start our game, what is your take on what we have talked about so far? Because this is going to be the fun portion. We're leaving the series. I find portion. it really cool. Like, I, I, I mean, I like to believe that there's more to life than just we disappear. And. I like the idea that we have the option to come back. So it sounds like a good idea, to right? Me, it doesn't it, sound to like me, a bad really uh, cool. thing. I mean, you don't know what hand you're going to get dealt, you know, when you come back, but right, right. Which is why some of it makes sense to me because I mean, you would have some people out there say, well, isn't there supposed to be a punishment? Isn't there supposed to be a hell? Well, I mean, if you really want to get down to the brass tacks of it, couldn't you say that being reincarnated and having to come back here and start everything over from scratch would be considered yeah. hell again? Because you're going to have to go back through breakup emotions again. You're going to have to go through, depending on what family you're born into, hardships. You have to go through deaths again. You're going to have to go through everything again. Yeah. Like you, And the craziest part about it is, is that you're going to have to go back through it again, and it might be like, oh... No, I've already done that. That's not going to be such a big deal the second time around. Untrue, because you're coming back with a clean slate like you've never fucking experienced them before. So, I don't know. I feel like that if reincarnation's real, then being reincarnated is the hell of it. I, I, I would agree with you. I, I could agree. I think that there's a... Uh, you know, they say heaven is a place on earth. I think it's hell. 
I'm I'm going Jeremy? to disagree. Um, because mm, I heard so that. I think it's a mixture of both. You know, you got a little bit of uh, I guess what people would consider heaven and hell on earth because there is beauty in life. Um, there's beauty to life. I don't know about you boys, but every there time is. I step outside and just smell the air and look at the trees, like that, that alone to me, I'm just like, no, there is, there is, but in comparison to what everybody explains, well, why, in comparison to what everybody explains, where you're in a place that you are never not happy compared to Earth, where you're gonna have to ride every fucking emotion all the way to the end. Call me crazy, man, but I like, I like feeling a little angry sometimes, a little hurt. A little happy. You like feeling human. Yeah, exactly. Let's just be honest. That's yeah, I, I like I like feeling human. Um, it's funny that Jeremy said that because, as I said before, one of the people that passed away and came back, whenever he passed away, he was told by another entity that he always goes back, that he loves it, and he can't get enough of being a human and feeling yeah, the emotion. Because I mean, it's just a, it's it's a roller so. coaster ride, and I love it, and um. I do believe, like I said, I believe in reincarnation. And if there's a place near us that will definitely walk me through my mind to find out my past life, I'm going to look into it after this podcast and sign me the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, let's yes. do it. I agree. I agree <laughs> okay. We're moving on on a good note. We're getting near the end of the podcast. We're going to play a little game here and see if we can dethrone Jeremy as the champion of our quiz games that we've been doing on the show here. So, what I'm going to do is similar to the cryptid thing. These are headlines of reincarnation stories that have been in magazines or news articles or spoof websites, so on and so forth. Now, three of these are real, three of these are not. I'm going to give you three different questions and two choices, and you're going to choose which one you think is real, fellas. Okay. Are you ready? Ready. Okay, first two options is my dog is my brother <laughs> or boy is his own grandpa. Hmm. I'm going to say boy is his own grandpa. I'm going to say dog is my brother. <laughs> they sound crazy as fuck. Yeah, I know, I know but I'm, I'm going dog is my brother. Okay, uh, Jeremy got that one correct. It is Boy is His Own Grandpa. Uh, it's a story about an 18-year-old, sorry, 18-month-old Gus Taylor's grandfather, Augie, had died a year before Gus was born. However, according to Listverse, the year-and-a-half-old Gus claimed that he was his own grandfather. When he was four, he was able to identify Augie, which is himself, in family photos, even though... This 18-month-old baby, or four-year-old baby at the time, should not have ever have known what his grandfather looked like. That's interesting. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I've read that before. That's why I went with it. Oh, <laughs> little... I... Billy, you have to get the next I, I two right. I can't promise anything. Have to because... <laughs> I'm just here for the ride. We have to get him off the throne. Okay, uh, next question is going to be two options i killed my grandfather in a past life or world war ii veteran shot in the throat i'm gonna go with i killed my grandfather in my past life i'm gonna go with world war ii veteran shot in the throat mm, and the answer is world war ii veteran hey. shot in the throat hey -o. Yeah, and here we are, one-to-one. -one. So, World War II veteran shot in the throat. Uh, after developing a phobia of gray, rainy days, four-year-old Edwin Austrian started complaining about a severe pain in his throat. Whenever it hurt, he would reportedly say that his shot was hurting. When questioned, he told his mother that he had been in the trenches and what she assumed to be World War I or II he told detailed stories about his life and about being shot in the throat while being in the trench and killed. Doctors couldn't find a reason for Edwin's throat pain, so they took out his tonsils as a precaution. 
Eventually, though, he developed a cyst that no one could figure out how to treat. After he was encouraged to share more stories about his life, the cyst disappeared. Oh, that's interesting. That's mm-hmm. probably Tell me magic ain't real, people. The magic of life. Okay. Now, this one. Final question. Tidebreaker. <laughs> Tiebreaker, baby. Tiebreaker. Okay. Option one. I used to be a weed drug cartel in Jamaica. Option two. A serial killer in a past life? I'm going serial killer. I'm going serial killer. (laughs) It's Todd! (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Okay, serial killer in a past life um, is actually a Reddit submitted story, so we don't know if that one, you know, I mean, I guess we take it as much as we take the rest yeah. of them, right? Uh, but it's uh, a Reddit user that says, since as long as I can remember, I've had vivid dreams about being a serial killer from the 1940s or 50s. I lived in an old farmhouse in the middle of the woods, secluded from everyone, and I buried my victims, all women, with medium-length jet black Damn. hair, very pretty, and pale skin on my property. There are at least 50, if not more, and I've been dreaming about this guy since I can remember, and I, the details never change. It's always the exact same dream. I feel like that I was him and that I have killed many women. Makes you wonder if he still has the urge to kill. Yeah, I was about to say, I wonder if he still goes through those things. Mm. Okay, so I've got a real tiebreaker. I guess we'll have to do question number four. And uh, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. First... Headline is I was once a famous movie director. The second headline is Civil War Veteran Reborn. I'm number two. I'm gonna go with number one just because it's what I hope I was in a past life. Who knows? Jeremy. Yeah! <laughs> Undefeated! No! We, had, we had to break the tie. We had to break uh, the tie somehow. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> uh, Civil War veteran. The story. It's another Reddit user. He said, I knew a guy who thought all things paranormal were nonsense and laughed at more uh, at the mere thought of anything paranormal and how it could be true. He told me a story of his life that really surprised me. He was in his late 50s and his entire life for as long as he could remember. He had a dream where he was standing in a field. It was always the exact same layout. Rolling hills. He could see the tree line from a vantage point, And the only real landmarks were a lone tree and a wooden fence. And every time during that dream, he felt as if he was a young boy. And he could feel that there was a large group of men with him. Seemingly behind him. But he could never see them. He never told a soul, not his wife nor his kids, and one day he took his family to Gettysburg while on vacation, and the exact same vantage point that he kept seeing in his dream was the Union High waterline during the battle, and it disturbed and shocked the man because he had kept having dreams about being a soldier standing on this vantage point during Gettysburg. And the victor, once again... (laughs) Go the fucking spoiled son of a bitch. Well, that wraps up our little reincarnation discussion, ladies and gentlemen. If anybody found any of it interesting, uh, be careful out there because you know (laughs) it could be uh, it could be crazy. You could your your upcoming daughter could be like your uh, your uh, mother in law that you fucking hated or something (laughs) like that. Jesus Christ. And then you got to be nice to her, but you also can call her a little bitch under your breath. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't recommend doing that either, but, uh... <laughs> Guys, this is, uh... It's going to be a good year for us. I'm uh, really confident. It's been mm-hmm. fun so far. I love the first episode. Coming in hot, coming in tight. 
Nice hot and tight. Yes, yes, you're ticking all the boxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got a. So if anybody's made it this far in the episode, I'm gonna go ahead and give you spoilers. We've got a couple of things that we've got thought out for episodes already, and these are not in order. But I have a dreams episode planned where we're gonna deep dive into some dreams and some meanings, and uh, we're gonna get a little bit personal with the two fellas over here and talk about the deepest dreams that they've had. I uh, also want to do a holidays episode. We're wanting to tell you what you should celebrate. That way you can stay in a good mood every month of the year this year for 2023. Uh, and uh, we also might be looking into some Death Row Inmates uh, final meals. So we've got a bunch of good stuff coming up. That is correct. Boys, anything you want to take us out on, Germ? As the victor, do you have a speech? Well... All I'm going to say is for uh, our next game, Chad, you better deliver because I'm on a roll. 2023 will be my year. Well, and the next um, game, you got to go up against Beard here. Exactly. So. I'm saying you better deliver on those oh, questions. Oh, I think I've got something in mind. I've got. I've already got a plan cooking. We're going to dethrone you. Oh, and last thing I want to say, um, and I will continue to say it, people go watch Smile. Go watch it. <laughs> He's so hell-bent on Smile. Well, keep it spooky out there, everybody.